hello there, happy eight dash eight day, one day after, of course, the man, the myth, the legend, Sidney Crosby's 35th birthday. That's going to be a main topic for today's show. As uh, my YouTube audience is aware, um, for those that are watching, yes, I am back in my own home. Do not have to deal with my five-year-old Mac and that kind of eh audio, I guess. But, you know, I'm back here, you know, just better setup um, than where, uh, where, where, you know, I was just, you know, I, I like the background here. And I just, I, I like recording on my PC um, a lot better. But for today's show, of course, we're get, again, we're going to get into Sidney Crosby's 35th birthday, go over some of my favorite moments um, of Sid's career. Also going to get into some uh, front office hires the Penguins made today that, was, that were announced by Ron Hextall and Brian Burke. And we're also getting into some Jersey talk. You know, you know, I'll touch on a small scoop from what I'm hearing about the winter classic jersey and then some of the reverse retro jerseys were leaked today um is there are the penguins going to have one if they are going to have one what could it be um, i'll get into that a little later on in today's show as well so it's all coming up right after this drop your locked on penguins your daily podcast on the pittsburgh penguins part of the locked on podcast network your team Every day. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Locked On Penguins podcast. I am your host, Hunter Hodes. You're going to follow me on Twitter at Hunter Hodes. Follow the show's Twitter at LO. Honestable Penguins. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more prompts, odds, and lines than ever before. That is Bet Online where the game starts. So again, happy Monday to you all, August 8th. We're, you know, keep chugging along here throughout the offseason. There was, you know, some decent NHL news today, you know, Lawson Krause, five-year extension in Arizona, uh, Nicholas Raw, um, I believe it was a five-year extension in Las Vegas. Patrice Bergeron goes back to the Boston Bruins. David Krejci goes back to the Boston Bruins. Just a whole, you know, swath of news today you know still nothing on some of the bigger free agents like Nazem Kadri, but you know perhaps you know more busier day than we've been accustomed to during the offseason but you know let's start out with the obvious here um happy 35th birthday to Cindy Crosby I I honestly almost just refuse to believe that he's 35 um you know just you know time has flown by so quick in this era you know I still remember when I was seven to eight and he was you know, making his NHL debut. And that's probably one of the favorite, you know, just my one of my best moments of just watching this team was seeing him make his NHL debut and it was just seeing how loud and lively Mellon Arena was. Like you you knew this kid was going to be special right when he got on to the ice. You know, you know my favorite moment, one of my favorite moments for his rookie season, first game against a Canadian um, team on – and, of course, it was against the Montreal Canadiens, the team he grew up rooting for. They win in a shootout because of Sid. Came in, absolutely deked the living heck out of Montreal's goalie at the time um, and just went, you know, forehand, backhand, roofed it past him. And it was just – I was like, wow. You know, I, I wish he still did that kind of stuff today in shootouts, but, um, you know, that that was one of the moments there that I was like, oh, my God. Like, you know, you, you just – you don't teach – that kind of stuff. Fast forward, you know, a little bit, the dueling hat trick game against Ovechkin, just watching him and Ovi go at it. But, you know, Sid, every time Ovi would score, Sid would respond. You know, that was just so epic in so many ways. 
another goal that he had against the Montreal Canadiens, um, going a bit further up in the timeline when he bats the puck out of the air, bats it in with it with his stick. I'm just like, you know, since his hand-eye coordination has always been amazing, but you know, I, I, you just you don't see that kind of stuff every day. You know, he had another similar one. I believe it was 2017 or yeah 2017 18 against the New Jersey Devils or was the season after that, um, you know, the Penguins hit the post on three, three on three over. To, I don't know it was Crosby hit the post on the three on three, comes out follows his shot, whacks it like with a baseball bat. Puck goes in the net past Kincaid and it's just like, I mean, it, it, it's nuts. I mean, the, the fact that he's able to do that and, and it looks like he's not even trying is nothing short of a miracle. Going back a little bit more, um, you know, the, the, you know, it was, again, this was his rookie year playing against the Flyers. You know, everyone, you know, knew he, the Flyer fans were just going to always hate him. And that loser that Ken Hedgecock is, remember, he was the one that started that whole Sidney Crosby whining garbage that you probably still see today from fans who, you know, it's been 17 years. Who cares? Um, you know, and I, again, I can't stress this enough. Ken Hitchcock is a freaking loser. His system were all his systems were always garbage. They slowed the game down. He was, you know, he 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 talks about Sidney Crosby being a baby. That dude was probably one of the biggest crybabies I've ever seen behind an NHL bench. I will, I have no respect for that guy. Never will. Um, and he was the one after the game when Sid, you know, had his teeth knocked out by Darren Hatcher, and Sid also had the overtime winner. He was the one that. You know, just basically told him to stop crying about it and it's hockey and all that. But, you know, the, the game, I think, you know, the call, you know, the game on his stick and all that stuff. And he, he, he took that goal personally because he had one heck of a celebration. I'm, I'm honestly surprised he didn't just, you know, I guess I'm not that surprised that he didn't just like, you know, give the crowd the double bird or something like that just because. You know, it's Philadelphia and they were booing him all night. But, you know, that was what really set the Penguins-Flyers rivalry in motion for the Sid era. And just um, what a great goal that he had there. And um, I'll always remember, you know, watching that with my mom and just both of us going absolutely crazy. Um, another one that comes to mind, the Jason Spezza moment, 2010 against the Ottawa Senators. Sid just... Puts him into a blender behind the net, goes to work. The edge work that he can do with the puck. I mean, Spets is doing everything possible to, you know, get the puck off his stick, but he was he was just not able to do it. Like, and Sid feeds Latang at the point. They score the goal right there to give them the lead. And you know, that was the goal that ended up winning um game two against the Senators. Remember, remember Pittsburgh uh, lost game one. Against Ottawa, I believe that was a. Um, if I recall, uh, I'm not. I, I, if I recall correctly, that was a five-four final. Um, in game two, you know, you know, they were able to get that goal with you know just a few minutes remaining in the third period. But you know, that's always a goal that I'll remember very fondly. Obviously, the overtime winner against Tampa Bay in 2016, um, just not even 30 seconds in. Um, you know, that was honestly the one thing that we hadn't seen from Sid yet. You know, he didn't have, you know, that really big clutch OT winner in a playoff game to just propel the Penguins up. And he was able to check that off his list and, you know, just get the Penguins right back into that series. You know, they lost a really close game in game one. If he doesn't score there and the Penguins potentially lose that game, 
they're down 0-2 against Andre Vasilevsky and a very good Lightning team. I'm not really sure. Um, if they climb out of that, that's why that goal was just so freaking important. Um, the goal against the Sabres when he went one on one on five, basically went, went right past O'Reilly, right past the defense, one handed flick over Robin Leonard. Um, honestly, if you're if we're talking about goal, the goal of his career, I would say that's the best one. Um, you know, just just the way he was able to knife through them like it was nothing. Um, it was just, you know, it, it's just, it, it was just crazy. You know, I, I just couldn't believe it. Um, you know, a goal from 2014 against Ottawa comes to mind when he absolutely schooled Eric Carlson, deked the heck out of him, fed it um, to the front of the net, and it ended up going in. Uh, I believe that was from um, game two of, uh, not 2014, excuse me, um, 2013, sorry, um, when he was able, that, that was uh, game two and the Penguins went up two games to none. On Ottawa, you know, that was just a wonderful move from Sid. But I think you know all those goals and all those pretty plays aside, it's just been so great to see him, you know, mature into the person he is now. You know, he is you know beloved by I think every single person in the city of Pittsburgh. He is a leader on and off the ice. Um, I don't think anyone has had outside of you know toxic fans calling him a baby, calling him a diver and all this stuff, when you ask people who have covered the game for as long as they have, and you ask, you know, you know, longtime fans who I think have a great respect for all the great players, you know, they will probably not say a bad thing about Sandy Crosby. And, you know, again, I know it was rough at times just because people, you know, were just hating to hate, but, you know, I think he's really grown on a lot, on a lot more people over the years and he's also just turned into a, like a, a really well-rounded player. You know, his defensive impact is also a lot better now than where it used to be. He's had you know multiple top ten finishes in the Selk in the Selkie uh, Award. Was not there this year, but you know in years past, you know he's he's almost been a Selkie finalist. I would say a couple of those times, and you know, he makes everyone around him better. He's the just the exact kind of player that you would want to be a captain. Um, always goes out of his way to, you know, welcome new players to the team and stuff and just randomly gets their numbers. And um, sure, you know, he's definitely kind of a hockey robot at times. He's very superstitious, but you know, he's, you know, he's pit, you know, he, how do I, how, how do I want to say this? You know, I know he's not from Pittsburgh, but you know, I think everyone in this city, you know, thinks that he is just because, you know, he's been here for so long and he's, you know, brought so much joy and so much happiness to so many people. Um, in the city. And, you know, you look at, um, you know, his 82 game point pace for every season of his career. This comes courtesy of Danny Shirey, even this past year, 98 point pace. If he would have played a full year, the year before that 91, 2019, 20, 94, 2018, 19, Remember when during those couple years, they had the concussion in 2011, 12, he had a 137 point pace over an 82-game regular season. He honestly could have hit 150 that season. It would have been close had he been fully healthy. That is how good Sid was during those peak years. Even 2012-13 when he was a bit banged up. 127-point pace. 2010-11, 132-point pace. Those three years, what could have been for the Penguins? I mean, he just lost so many games 
uh, from the peak of his career. I mean, he's at 1,400 points right now, right? He would be well over 1,600 points by now had he not missed a good chunk of those times. He honestly, he he would. I don't. I don't think he would have hit a 2K. I, I don't think he's going to do that now. I think he right now, if he didn't miss a lot of those, a lot of that time during those years, he'd be over 1,600 right now. He probably would finish with. I don't. I wouldn't say he's gonna hit. He would hit 2K, but he would be awfully close to hitting 2K points. I maybe 1800, you know, a little over that, maybe 1900 or something like that. But you know, he would. It would be close. You know, uh, yeah. I don't think he would hit 2K. I, I think it's a little, little weird uh, there. Um, you know, maybe maybe not even 1900, but I would say definitely would. I think end his career with you know over 1750, 1800 points. Um, just because, you know, how much, you know, he lost in the private career. Also lost a good chunk of heart trophies and all that stuff. But, you know, just what a career he's had. One of the five greatest players to ever play for um, – I, I almost just screwed that up. One of the five greatest players to ever play in the NHL. The second best player to ever play for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Happy 35th said, hope you have many – Many more, and hopefully, Penguins will be able to get one more Stanley Cup for you um, before you retire. And also, I will say this: go check out Josh Yoey's article in the Athletic. He had a wonderful story on Sid, and you know what he what he's meant to the city um, over this you know almost twenty years at this point. So again, happy birthday, Sid! Uh, and you know, can't wait to hopefully, hopefully see many more moments from yours over the career. And, and, and if you know, for all the listeners out there, what are your favorite Sidney Crosby moments? Put them in the in the chat. I'm sure I probably missed well over 100 plus something Sid moments. But, it, you know, if I if I miss something glaring, you know, just let me know. But also just mainly let me know what your favorite um, Sid moments are. And if you don't listen on YouTube, you can just DM me on social media. I mean, all that stuff. But coming up and then, and then in the second segment, we're going to get into the front office hires the Penguins did make on Monday. But before I get to that, our next partner, our next partner has a product I use literally every single day. Our, I started taking athletic greens because, you know, didn't have time sometimes in the morning, wanted better gut health, wanted more energy, all that stuff. With one delicious scoop of athletic greens, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food, sore superfoods, and probiotics to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging, all of those things. It costs you less than $3 a day to get it. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. It's also cheaper than getting all the different supplements yourself. It's lifestyle-friendly, whether you eat you know, keto, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free. It contains less than one gram of sugar, um, Athletic Greens also have 7,000 7, five-star reviews recommended by many professional athletes. Um, right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day, and that's it. There's no need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash angel network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash angel network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right, I'm back here on this episode of the Locked On Penguins podcast. I'm your host, Hunter Hodes. Remember to follow me on Twitter, Hunter Hodes. Follow the show's Twitter at 
and Lawrence from Penguins. And of course, thank you all so much for making this your first listen of the day. So earlier today, around 11 o'clock on Monday morning, got the email right in front of me. So Penguins, they were able to make a few moves to their hockey operations staff. It was announced by Ron Hextall. Chris Butler is a new player development coach. Former NHL defenseman Greg Patterson is a professional scout. And Garrett Peters is a global crossover scout. So Butler, he's going to work closely with Trevor Daly, who does, uh, who's the hockey operations advisor. He's going to help develop the defensive prospects in the organization down in Wilkesbury, down in their junior um, teams and all that. Um, he's also going to report to Tom Costopoulos, who's the team's director of player development. And he spent the last season as an amateur scout with the Arizona Coyotes. Um, Greg Patterson, um, for all you, you know, NHL fans out there that don't just follow the Penguins, I'm sure most of you listeners um, follow the league outside of Pittsburgh. You know, most of his career was spent, you know, with the Ducks, um, with the Dallas Stars, um, very good defensive defenseman. Um, he, so he's going to be a scout based out in California. He's going to basically scout Western Conference teams. Um, again, he was in the NHL for about 10 years. Most recently, a member of the Ducks organization that last year, um, he ended up announcing his retirement. At the end of this past season, he was actually um, the captain of the San Diego Goals, which is the uh, the Ducks affiliate team. Um, but you know, had a very nice career for the last decade. Um, you know, played almost uh, 300 NHL games, um, and you know, he he played for more teams than just Anaheim, Dallas, you know, San Jose, Colorado, Minnesota, Mont- uh, Montreal. Um, you know, again, he didn't really score that much, you know, only five goals, 44 points, but you know, he was known for usually being really good, um, at shutting teams down in the defense zone. As for Peters, um, he's going to be, um, scouting amateur players in North America and Europe prior to joining Pittsburgh. He was an amateur scout for five seasons with the blues. Um, of course won the Stanley cup in 2019 with them. He's in the, their hockey operations department, and he has also served as a scout in the QMJ HL. So, you know, congratulations to all three for joining the Pittsburgh Penguins. I figured I would get into um, that a little bit to start off this second segment. Um, it also looks like the Penguins are looking for um, a data engineer. So if you know anyone that potentially wants to work for the team, that's, you know, good with, you know, data and all that, um, you know, go on. Uh, I believe it's teamwork online. You can apply through that. I think that's their final um, analytics person that the Penguins want to hire. Um, now switching gears a little bit here, um, so we're going to get into one of the Jersey, um, topics that I had planned for today. I'll get into, um, the other one for the final segment of today's show. Uh, but the first one, um, involves the winter classic Jersey. Um, I- I'm sure everyone I know is aware that the Penguins are going to be playing the Boston Bruins January of next year. Um, almost just, you know. Oh, wow. I almost just screwed up the Red Sox. Uh, so I almost said TD Garden by accident. No, it's Fenway Park. Um, very obvious why the two teams are going to play. You know, Fenway Sports Group, one is the Boston Red Sox, you know, the Pittsburgh Penguins. It's a very easy thing to do there. And I'm sure a lot of you are wondering, what's the jersey going to be? You know, when are they going to announce it? You know, I probably think the announcement's going to be maybe towards training camp sometime during the season. Um, I do have a small scoop for you all with that. Um, for what I've been told by a couple people, the Penguins logo is not going to be on the you, know, the, the, you know, like, like the crest, you know, of the jersey. It, it's not going to be there. Um, I know Taylor Haas of DK Pittsburgh Sports ran a story about a month ago 
and she spoke to Kevin Acklin, who said they are they are going to be throwing it way way back. You know, I I you know I fully believe I fully believe him with that because you know I was also told that it is going to be a massive throwback jersey. I think it's going to be something that you know the fans have not seen for a very long time. I don't know what color it is. I don't know what it's going to say on it. All I know is that um, it's it's not going to include the penguin logo on it, and I don't think it's going to have um, penguins spelled out on like the center crest. That's at least from what I was told. So I wanted to put that out there. You know, I, maybe they'll bring back a baby blue or something like that. I don't know. You know, I, I think you know if someone was someone was in my DMs saying that it could be you know that old throwback Pittsburgh Pirates jersey, hockey jersey that was seen back I think in oh was it like the twenties and the thirties or something like that. I don't know. You know, I, I know Ackland said that oh, they picked out something that they think the fans are going to really enjoy. Um, I'm curious to see, you know, they, they, the, the Penguins winter classic jerseys and just their outside jerseys overall have definitely been hit or miss over the years. You know, I, I, I was never a fan of the blue jerseys. I'll stand by that. I absolutely hate them. You know, b- bad luck aside, I just don't think they look good. I, I don't, you know, for a city that, you know, has their teams basically doing black and gold for, I mean, for all of them, especially the Steelers and the Pirates, you know, wh- why, why do you, why are you like, just putting out blue jersey. I know they've worn them in the past, but they have never looked good to me. You know, I, I think I'd kind of be a little annoyed if they were to do like a blue diagonal or something like that, or just a blue jersey um, in general. I think it has to be something black and gold uh, from a throwback way back when. Um, but again, from what I've been told, sounds like it's going to be um, a jersey that does not have um, the Penguins logo on it in the, in the middle or just the Penguins spelled out in the middle. Uh, hopefully I don't take the L on that. That's just from what I've heard. So don't shoot um, messenger, but you know, I just, I figured I would you know, give that. I'm confident enough of putting that um, small scoop for you all out there. Coming up in the final segment, I'm going to get into the reverse retro stuff and what I think could be the reverse retro 2.0 Jersey for the penguins. That's all coming up um, right after I get into um, built bar, which is, you know, everyone's favorite, Bar. If you haven't tried Built Bar Puffs yet, you're depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys. And guess what? There's a new flavor. Ready? It's delicious, indulgent, and cookie dough covered in chocolate. That's right. Built has done it again. The cookie dough chunk puffs have a light and chewy texture. Real cookie dough chunks, and of course, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. All the joys of eating cookie dough without the hassle of actually making it. Plus, it is healthy for you. They only have 160 calories and they have a whopping 15 grams of protein in them. You can run to built.com to snag a box for you and the family. It'll be the perfect treat. Or you can find a really good hiding place and just hoard them for yourself. You go to built.com, use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com. All right, I'm back here on this episode of the Locked on Penguins podcast. I am your host, Hunter Hodes. Remember to follow me on Twitter, Hunter Hodes. Follow the show's Twitter at LO um, underscore Penguins. So I did see today um, Icetics, which you know, they are very reliable when it comes to um, jerseys and all that stuff. Um, they, they, they were able to leak out some of the reverse retro jerseys um, in a video, and then they put them out on their uh, social media. Um, and, you know, it looks like um, the Canucks are going to pay tribute to their pre-initial um, franchise with a 1962 Johnny Canuck on it. The Islanders are going to be bringing back their Fisherman logo, which is very, 
which I mean, that's a great uh, logo. Tampa Bay, they're going to be bringing back their 1997 third jersey, which is there's a little bit of blue on it, but I've always liked that one. The Devils are going to be bringing back uh, Kansas City Scouts jersey. Sharks are bringing back the California Golden Seals jersey, which is almost look like a Seattle Supersonics jersey for my NBA fans out there. He also had one of the Oilers, the Blackhawks, and a couple other teams. Nothing on the Penguins in there. Um, I, I've heard from someone what the jersey could be. I'm not fully confident to report it just yet. If it does pan out, I will say that I think most of the fan base will like it. Um, you know, which which leads me to believe, which leads me to this, you know. In my opinion, I think the reverse retro, if the Peng- if the Penguins are getting one, and I'm sure they are, um, I think it should be the Robo Penguin. I know that's a very controversial topic within the Penguins community, but I absolutely love that jersey. Um, just the, the way it looks, you know, the, the way you know you can just you, you see it so cleanly on the ice. There, there's that's honestly one of their best uniforms that this franchise has ever worn. And I know for a fact that Mario Lemieux was not a fan of that jersey for multiple reasons. Um, but with new ownership, maybe they're pushing for it. You know, maybe they were able to get something done. I, you know, because it, it is a reverse retro jersey. You know, that's going to, I think, be the big question. You know, how, how do you make one that, you know, is maybe, I shouldn't say as good as the, as the original, but close to as good. You know, I don't think doing one in white would make any sense. I think that would just look gross. Maybe you can do one with, you know, a little bit of black and also a good amount of gold. I think that would also be um, good too. Um, but, you know, I just – the only thing, again, that I don't want for this one either, I just don't want another blue jersey. But just 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 bring back the robot pen, which has not been worn in, you know, over a, de- over a decade and a half. Um, at this point, um, it would be so much fun to see them wear. You know, I, I remember I, I even put out um, a tweet. Now I think this was like several months ago, and I was just like, "Man, look, look how clean this is!" And um, if I can find that here um, in my DMs that I was sending it to my buddies. So for the, my YouTube audience, this is what I have um, right here. So it's it's Sid with with the jersey on, and it's just it looks so freaking clean um i i I, oh i I just my my mouth waters just looking at it because i i want that jersey back so freaking bad um but again as soon as i potentially get more confirmation on that you all be the first to know i'm just i'm not fully comfortable um yet running it because i don't have you know the full confirmation that i need for it but you know, it'll be interesting to see, you know, when that jersey is announced. You know, it might be during the season. It might be it might be training camp. I'm not really sure. You know, it, it, sometimes they don't announce them. I, I think, honestly, the last reverse retro jersey they announced was, I believe it was during the year. Um, I don't think they announced it prior to the season. And, you know, I know some people didn't like that one. It was the, the knockoff Pittsburgh Diagonal, the white version of it. I thought it was fine. I think it was one of the better jerseys that they produced. Um in the last handful of years, you know, a hell of a lot better than that stupid just mustard jersey that they wore in the playoffs. Who I don't know whose idea that was to wear that third jersey in the playoffs against the Islanders, but um, just a really funny decision, I think, to say the least. Obviously, I know they brought back the original Pittsburgh Diagonal, which is awesome in its own right. But if they can bring back the Robo Penguin, I think I will have gotten every wish um, that I've ever made almost when it comes to this team. I've already seen the championships. I've seen Sid and Gino and Latang do their things and so many other 
um, stuff. But you know, if, I, if they can bring back the Robo Penguin um, and I can see Sid and all of them wear it at least once, um, I will be a very happy camper, to say the least. But um, that will do it for this episode of the Locked On Penguins podcast. Thank you all so much for listening. Again, I you know, it's this is definitely the time of year where there's you know not a lot out there. But you know, it's my, it's my job and my duty to bring you all content every time. Um, I come, you know, I, I, my, my voice comes to your airwaves. So I don't want to ever come on here and say, well, there's nothing to talk about. You know, there's always things to talk about when it comes to this team. Uh, my next episode for the show will be on Wednesday. So I will talk to you all then. Hope you have a great Monday and Tuesday.